Hello everyone, thanks for coming back to the JNM podcast. My name is Miro. And I'm Jeanette. And like always, we want to start off by thank- thanking you guys for listening to us and uh, you know coming back week after week, mm-hmm. day after day. And if you are new, welcome and hope you enjoy. Uh, today we're going to be actually talking about a couple of YouTube channels uh, that mostly do reviews of movies and TV shows on YouTube. Um, since we talked about YMS, we wanted to give a shout out to some other channels that we like. Um, and, you know, we want to know uh, if you guys also like these channels uh, and if you know other channels that we might like. So uh, please reach out to us on our social media and let us know. Mm-hmm. Um, the first channel I wanted to talk about was Foundflix. Uh, Foundflix is a YouTube channel that specializes in cult and horror movies. Uh, it basically talks about uh, almost every horror movie that comes out. Oh, that and also it it also brings up um, cults, like just like hidden gems. Yeah. Um, like I know that in his early films, it has been like more focus on the cult and indie film uh-huh. horror films. Um, and then recently, he's been going into more current ones. Um, maybe some that are like on the whole in- independent film spectrum, yeah. Um, but still, is probably more common than someone from like the nineteen seventies or. Yeah, he he does a lot of um, reviews for like indie horror too. Mm-hmm. Uh, like um, he did some for all the movies on Shutter the horror streaming service he's like a really uh, big proponent of that uh, of that website and he reviews a lot of their videos yeah uh so the channel itself is actually hosted by chris dandridge uh he started the channel on july 18th 2015 has about 1.8 million subscribers and over 474 million views um he has a couple of formats that he sticks to on his YouTube videos, one of them being Ending Explained. Uh, these are like his really, really popular videos uh, where he talks about a movie, goes through the plot, kind of similar to what we do. Yeah. Uh, well, we kind of learn it from him, I feel like, where we kind of go through the plot of the movie. And then his whole thing is where he pieces uh, the plot points of the movie together to explain the ending to yeah and then also if there if there is like an ambiguous ending that he he kind of pieces it from like other previous scenes to be like oh like maybe this ending means like oh like uh, we saw it here yeah it's like oh we saw it here and here and here so that means that yes like this person this is fiction yeah. or like this is like real deal or this is just a dream you know like things like that where some people may have a hard time trying to figure out yeah um which is really good uh for those like weird like indie film <laughs> yeah that and has a weird ending it, like weird endings or movies that don't say everything to you uh, for example, his most popular movie, uh, his most popular movie review is *The Ritual*, 
where he basically talks about what the monster is at the end and how everything tied together and if you just watch that movie and you don't know some of the lore of that monster it might be a little bit um, confusing but what he does is like he's like yeah he researches the movie for you and basically says yeah this monster does this and means that and blah 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 Mm -hmm. Uh, some of his other um, popular videos are it explained um, insidious explain and it's from chapters one through three yeah uh when i remember when he did that the uh insidious key one i forgot what the actual title yeah, is i think it was the last key yeah the last key yeah when that was coming out he did the insidious insidious uh trilogy explained which was really good mm-hmm. um you know it's um it's a really good channel if you have already seen the movie and go watch it because it might point out some things to you that you didn't see before mm-hmm. um, but I don't know if I would recommend it if you want to watch the movie yeah I think it, this is like more of like if you watch the film yeah um, I don't because it is goes into spoiler realm but it kind of feels like the way that he explains it it feels like he expects the audience who've already seen it and may want to look into it to like know more about what happened yeah (laughs) you know uh i don't think he expects like anyone who's just like oh like i want to know if this film is good for me yeah he he almost doesn't even have to say spoiler alert because as soon as he starts the video you kind of pick up on the fact that this is going to be spoiler and also it literally says ending explained so it's like yeah you would figure yeah people would know (laughs) uh another um video um that he does are just regular movie reviews where it just does like the same thing but then it's more of like just um kind of pinpointing like what he likes you know what went well what didn't yeah uh and then mostly it's been reviews of cult horror films Mm. um i think it was more of like in the beginning like in his early days yeah um i don't i think he does it every now and then but it's not as consistent as ending explained Uh, and then he also does like miscellaneous uh where he creates ending explained for tv series yeah i remember uh he did one for the netflix show um stranger things see he does stranger things but what is that house uh, oh uh haunted, haunted hill house or something no i think it was house on haunted hill yeah whatever yeah. that is yeah. the shirley jackson adaptation yeah. yeah uh he did that one i watched it was really good and what I like about his uh, videos is sometimes if I know I don't want to watch an entire movie, but I want to know enough about it to like enjoy the lore and enjoy the uh, characters and the story, I'll watch the ending explained because he goes through it and he explains everything so well. Mm-hmm. Um, like, for example, for the Gallows. Um, oh, yeah, the Gallows me. part two. That was like a really good because um, yeah. I haven't seen Gallows. Uh, and I also haven't seen Gallows Part 2 mainly because, like, I expected them to be very, like, crappy yeah. horror film. Yeah. Um, but then the way that he explained the Part 2 one, I was like, oh, okay. It, and he did he did point out that this was a lot better in a different direction than the first, first one. one yeah. Where the first one was more of, like, 
I'm gonna scare you with these cheap like knockoffs uh, rather than like part two where it's more like um, more symbolic and in a, like a whole different take on it yeah so yeah, that's kind of uh, my thoughts on Foundflix. You know, uh, I he's one of the few YouTube channels where I have the little uh, bell ticked so that when he uploads a new video, I get it because I you know I like watching him. Um, the next YouTube channel we wanted to talk about was Good Bad Flicks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, this channel I started watching actually a really long time ago when I was actually in uh, community college. Uh, it focuses mostly on cult movies, B-movies, uh, and independent movies. And uh, usually it's older movies. Yeah, I would say more of like 80s a- and before. 70s, 80s, 60s not as much. Well, I think that like B-movies were kind of like a big thing during like... It, it kind of peaked um, around the 80s. Um like 70s 80s so that's kind of where you got a lot of them yeah so it makes sense yeah uh i really like this guy's channel um i feel like he's really um he's really uh underrated oh yeah because he only has um he he only has like three hundred thousand subscribers yeah a little little over three hundred thousand uh and then um and it's so weird because it's like compared to uh, any uh, found flicks and the other uh, YouTube channel that we're going to be talking about. He's actually the oldest channel. Yeah. Of the three. Yeah. Um, he was he created it in June twenty sixth two thousand six. Uh, so it's kind of shocking that it's like for someone who's been um, out like a lot longer than the other ones that he hasn't gotten like a huge spike in subscribers yeah and i kind of partially blame that on uh people not being super into old movies yes and then i also think that you know it's probably not as like popular as more um like current films and tv shows yeah um so that could be the case and you know we should actually say his name to the channels hosted by Cecil Trackenberg mm-hmm. um, he has like we said he has uh, 300 just a little over 300,000 subscribers and uh, he has about 76 million views he deserves a lot more mm-hmm. um, and just so you know if you ever want to look into this guy um, on Mondays he posts a new video talking about like again like the older movies older cult, cult movies and on Fridays, he posts unscripted reviews, uh, and this is like for more like current films, uh, and that are in theaters or in this case, video on demand. Uh, and then he also does good bad games. Uh, I haven't seen them. I did see the video where he uh, was exploring all the references uh, from Silent, Silent Hill, Hill. Yeah. and it was the original. Um, first video game of the series yeah. and I thought that was really interesting that it had so many like references to pop culture and then also like almost paying homage to like a bunch of like horror classics yeah and yeah. then also even like some action films like Indiana Jones yeah um, and then also like uh, kind of 
gave homage to a bunch of like famous and well-known um, horror authors like Ray Bradbury. I know he he didn't really do a lot because he did very high um, four five one and then like um, Rosemary's Baby, I think. Yeah. Um. So he did. It, he's not entirely a horror. Um, author, uh, but he did, but they did uh, pay homage to Stephen King. Yeah, uh, there was a lot of references to see Stephen King and his works. Yeah. Uh, and then, um, and it's cool to like for it's cool that he takes the time to be like, okay, here's this video game that a lot of people know, but they don't know about all of this stuff that comes with it. Mm-hmm. Like you said, all of these authors, all of these pop culture references. Like, they're all in there, and, you know, it's really... Yeah. He, he puts together a nice list of them for you uh, and shows them in the video, and it's just really well done. And I think he his job is something movie-related because he's uh, good at the editing and, uh, you know, kind of putting the video together. Yeah, I yeah. think so. Uh, I mean, like, look at us. Like, it's like I make the outlines for you, and yeah. I'm very, like, in detail. So maybe maybe it's a film thing. Maybe people who go film school and, you know, spend a bunch of money. Yeah. Um, you know, maybe this pays out. I yeah. don't know. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I hope for him it pays out a lot more because he needs more subscribers. Yeah. Um, one of his lesser known uh, video types are What the Fuck Happened To. Yes. He doesn't do a lot of these. But they're very well, like, well made, basically. Yeah. Um, I think... I've almost watched all of them, yeah. um, and they're mostly uh, related to um, known film information or things that are connected to um, film in some way. So one example was what the fuck happened to movie posters, yeah. and he like just he goes over like how in the beginning, like mostly in the 80s, 70s, and even before that, you had like a really nice poster, like the Star Wars A New Hope poster, like that. Which that, is making kind of like a comeback now. People are like, oh wow, look at the Star Wars posters, <laughs> yeah. or look at the Marvel posters, wow. Yeah. Um, where it's like very nice, and it was like the way that it is framed painting right it's like a yeah, work it's of a art painting. yeah and uh how like nowadays it's more simplified and like it it doesn't really give you like an idea of what's going to happen like um i think he even like referenced um the intern um film with vince vaughn and owen wilson where they're like interns for google and like the, tr- the poster that they had was Vince Vaughn, like, behind a white background, and then having, like, intern, the word intern stamped on his forehead. Yeah. And that was it. Like, there wasn't kind of, like, you know, a nice, like, you know, poster, like, uh, that yeah, what was, is like, that? in detail. Or, you know yeah, what I mean? Like, it's lazy. Yeah. Because yeah. it's like, why would I want to have this poster in my bed? Like, yeah. I'd rather have it, like something else like alien yeah or the thing like the 1970s one yeah um and he also uh, made another film about pg-13 and then he for that one he goes into history about it and how it actually started 
after the release of Temple of Doom, the Indiana Jones one, and how that was very violent, and a lot of parents were very shocked about that. Yeah. And so Steven Spielberg, I guess he knew someone who was part of that ratings um, committee Mm -hmm. for film, and he was like, oh, why don't we just have something in the middle between PG and Radar? Yeah. that's when they put PG-13, and how... Like, he goes in to explain how, like, PG-13 was kind of, like... It wasn't overtly violent as rated R, but it was a little more violent than PG. Uh, And he goes into detail of how, like, later on, PG-13 has become almost, like, very weirdly, like, labeled... It's like you have some films that are heavily, like, violent, quote-unquote, but they don't have, like, the blood, or they don't see, like, the person getting shot or getting killed, but at the same time, you have some PG-13s that have some nudity in it, and... You know, prime examples of those are World War Z and... Uh, yeah. That one Die Hard movie. Yeah, the Live Free or Die, die hard, hard. Or Die Another Day or one of those. Yeah, it was like the last one that no one saw. Yeah. <laughs> so those are, those all have scenes where it's like incredibly violent. Mm-hmm. But just because there's no blood, they can be yeah. like, oh, it's PG-13. Or they like quickly cut to like a different shot. Yeah. So that it could avoid seeing, like, the person, like, die. Yeah. Um, and then, like, he also goes into uh, another example of a rated R film, uh, like, The King's Speech. And they explain how, like, The King's Speech is, like, a pretty nonviolent uh, film. Like, I mean, the only rated R level it is is just, like, him cursing when he's, like, trying to get, like you know his stuttered under yeah. control when he's like frustrated and then he starts like belting out a bunch of curse words. words and he's like yeah like they consider that as a rated r but yet like it should have been like maybe pg-13 yeah because you know? i mean and it's really weird because obviously 13 year olds know curse words like yeah you know it's not like this movie's gonna teach it to them yeah. so it's kind of and then it's just like him saying like hey like you just need to like maybe do a different like whole different segment you know like a reconstruction of each rating preferably pg-13 and r and have like maybe if it's a lot curse words but it's not as violent or it doesn't have any violence then it should just be a pg-13 or maybe one of those where it's like pg-13 but know that it's excessive language or, yeah. you know, or something. At least, like, maybe put a note underneath. Or, yeah. um, I, I, personally, I really like... Um, I really would like it if they have a rated R movie and everything else is just whatever. Like, there's, like, PG movies and then rated R movies, if that makes sense. Yeah, but they, they did have it in the 70s and then you end up having PG movies that were very violent like a lot more of that yeah i'm okay with that because i was gonna say they should do what they do with video games where in the back it says what kind of stuff is in there so like if you look at the back of a video game it might say like violence theft uh sexual um 
motifs, nudity, depending on the video game, right? I, I think they could do the same thing with movies where it's like the way they can be like, hey, this is not a rated R movie, but it still has violence, guns, drug abuse, whatever. Okay. Yeah. that's. I feel like for me, that would be like the best way for me to know if I want to watch a movie or not. But yeah. but I already don't base my opinion of a movie based on its rating anyway. Well, I mean, like, I based it, um, if it's supposed to be a horror film, like, and it's a rated PG-13, like, I know it's not going to be that great. Yeah. Because, like, you know, it's, like, toned down. Like, I was really glad that Logan, the movie, yeah. was rated R. Because, like, yeah, you need violent yeah that character is violent yeah you need it's like violence. you need that yeah. like and i really appreciated that they allowed that to happen yeah um but let me ask you this do you think a 13 year old should see logan uh it just depends like i think if like maybe if like the kid has like seen other movies like maybe has seen um like a PG-13 like maybe Anaconda because that's a PG-13 movie yeah if they saw that then I'll be like yeah you're totally fine like seeing yeah Logan but if you have never seen a violent movie mm. and only saw like Disney films and yeah <laughs> then maybe not maybe gradually go like start with Jumping Jack Flash yes yeah, and then gradually go into Logan <laughs> <laughs> exactly uh, now let's talk about my favorite part about his uh, about his YouTube channel, and that is all of his exploring videos. Yeah, that's what um, what Silent Hill like was. It yeah. was exploring. Yeah. yeah, the exploring videos are the best ones because, in in my opinion, the best ones because um, he talks about the plot of the movie, so you get that. He talks about the characters, which is something I like, so you get that, and then. Most, like, interestingly, he talks about the production of the movie that I don't hear about anywhere else. So he starts talking about who, like, the directors were, what the director's past was, what their life was like. Uh, he talks about the actors and their lives. And then he talks about uh, where they shot the movie, how much it was, what kind of problems they ran into during the shoot. He talks about how they behaved on the shoot like oh everyone was friends or like these people didn't like each other it's all information about a movie that you would either get during those uh like you know those extra dvds yeah for the commentator yeah or like behind the scenes yeah which are something that i never watch no because who, who has time for that <laughs> exactly but guess what i have time to sit down and watch a 10 minute video about exploring demolition man and finding out why they had to replace taco bell with pizza hut in certain places because he goes <laughs> over like it's so interesting he like the uh exploring spawn was so interesting because they talk about how the movie was going to be amazing and then and then uh, the head of productions got involved and it got you know it, it turned into what we got at the end yeah um, I really liked the the video that I saw, um, which was land uh, exploring land of the dead. Right? It was land, right? Yeah. That was it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and he goes into detail how, like, in, in the p poster, 
it shows the bad guy having studs on his like costume. Yeah. And then when you watch the film, he doesn't have it. So then he like questions like if they just ran out of money. Oh, and... It was Land of Doom. Oh, Land of Doom. Yeah, which okay. is like a seventies B movie. It's like uh, Mad Max yeah. toned down and like heavily under budget. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, what was it shot? It was like... Oh, it was shot in Turkey. Yeah. So then they had to deal with the heat. And the dubbing. Yes, the and the dubbing. dubbing. And then um, they also had, like, motorcycles, but then they put, like, these, like, decorative pieces on it. Like cardboard. Yeah, and then, like, it was very hard for the people to, you know, control the, the motorcycles. Yeah. Because of the cardboard. So then you have a bunch of them, like, falling down. And then they, you know, had to keep, like, trying, like, advertise. Like, not at, like, ad-lib. Yeah. Where it was like, oh, like, I oh. meant to do that. Yeah. <laughs> like, they would, like, stumble o- o- over something or hit something and just go with it. Yeah. And then he later goes uh, into talking about how the Land of Doom was supposed to be a two- movie deal type of thing yeah they were they'd signed the two movie deal and yeah and that the second movie was going to explain like the ending because like the ending for the first uh film kind of left on like a cliff note yeah um like a cliffhanger yeah oh yeah cliffhanger and like it's just them like the main characters just running away from the bad guy yeah and that the was it. The bad guy's like, I'm gonna catch you, you know, yeah, I'm gonna and get that, you for this. Yeah, and that was it. Like, yeah. it just went to credits. See, that's the thing. Maybe in the second part, the bad guy would have had his studs. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, that's, uh, I think exploring is literally the best part about his channel. Uh, I've, I think I've watched every single exploring video. I know on my YouTube history, it doesn't show that I've watched all of them. But no, I, because like I take over with like NHL and then like John Boy Media. Yeah, and you know I sometimes I clear the history too, so like it doesn't show it. But yeah, I've watched every single exploring video. I think I was in like college when I found the channel, and I would spend days like just you know just having the playlist just play, uh, and you know you retain a, a lot of it. And I found a bunch of movies because of him that I like. Uh, for example, I'd never heard of the movie called The Stuff. Uh, I'd seen it uh, actually in his intro, uh, and then I was like, "Oh, he does. He did a review on it." So I watched it, and it's so good. I was like, "Oh wow!" I would have like I would have seen this movie on Netflix or on whatever, and just been like, "Oh wow, what a crappy movie!" But because of his exploring, I was like, "Oh, I'm gonna watch this." I watched it, and it was really good. Uh, so I definitely recommend the channel. Um, and you know i hope he gets more subscribers because uh he deserves it oh yeah 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 um the next youtube channel we wanted to talk about was uh, a channel called chris stuckman uh i always pronounce it chris stucksman i don't know why it just rhymes better for me (laughs) um and then also like his catchphrase um get stuckmanized yes i think that might yeah. yeah i think that kind of um, makes you think that there's like a hidden S. Yeah. Um, I uh, found him uh, not. Uh, I found him through Good Bad Flakes, uh, I think. 
because when I was looking through recommended channels, Chris Stuckman showed up. Uh, he's basically uh, a lover of film. He's a director. Uh, he's a published author. Uh, and he's a film critic on YouTube. And on Rotten Tomatoes. He's actually certified. Oh, wow. He's certified fresh on Rotten Tomatoes? Yes. Which is... Uh, wait, I feel like I, I've i heard him talk crap about Rotten Tomatoes before, but I could be wrong. It might have been a different uh, YouTube channel that does that. Mm. Uh, but basically, I just know him from his YouTube channel, which started on January 6, 2011, uh, he has about 1.8 million subscribers and has over 560 million views. Um, he basically mostly does movie reviews. That's his thing. Uh, he picks movies that are about to come out in theaters or uh, have re- recently been released because he gets screeners for movies as yeah. well for reviewing. Yeah, he gets, um, like, he usually goes to, like, a screener or they invite him to go to an early release. Yeah. Um, events and then he, he even like describes like some um, events like I think there was this one where like they kind of gave them like this package deal or something and mm-hmm. I think it was like a maze or or something it was just like very interesting and he was like yeah I really liked it yeah. um, like I know that this probably would have been like if someone got this, that they're like, oh, this is crappy. Yeah, this But then, like, he was like, oh, wow, this is really interesting. This kind of makes sense of what the film is about. Yeah. Um, and he also does, like, a couple other ones. Oh, you know what, though? Let's talk about how he's done movie reviews for stuff that has, like, literally just come out or not come out yet. Uh-huh. And that's, like... This is where I get my first impressions of a movie. Like, I uh, see on his YouTube channel, he recently reviewed Tenet. uh, And and The the New Mutants. Yeah, which (laughs) I had no idea was coming out or came out. Yeah, like, I remember back in, what, like, it was 2018? (laughs) Oh, like 2015. Oh, 2015. Like, many, many years ago when they announced Many, many moons ago? Many, like, uh, the actress... Uh-huh. That's in the New Mutants does not look like that anymore. No, cause... like she used to be like fifteen or something. Yeah. Now she's like twenty. Oh wow. Yeah. Yeah, because I remember that um, they had to do reshoots, and then it got pushed more and more, and then it was supposed to come out this year in April, but then the whole COVID coronavirus thing. came about, yeah. and then they had to push again. Yeah. So his channel is a really good resource to get those early, honest reviews about movies about someone uh, from someone who's our age and understand understands movies, and it's not one of those like newspaper movie critics that's like, oh yeah, the new Avengers movie was great, <laughs> you know. Yeah. And also, he he doesn't um, doesn't spoil it. He tries as best as he can to explain. Um, what he thought about the film without revealing uh, details that may spoil the ending. Yeah. Uh, which is, like, it's good for people who haven't seen the film but want to, like, know what's it about or, like, what level of expectation or, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that you should have for this film when watching it. Yeah. Um, I, I think you're right on that. He, like, basically sets your expectation for the movie. Mm-hmm. His review, that's what he does. I, I personally wish he did more spoiler reviews. 
Uh, I know what he sometimes does a review and then a few weeks later does a spoiler review of the same movie. Uh, but I'm one of those people that doesn't care about spoilers uh, for almost anything. Yeah, I mean, he does some spoil reviews for, um, like, older films. Yeah. I think it's, like, if it's a pretty, like, popular film. Because I know recently he's been doing that. He's been going back to yeah. um, older films. Like Indiana Jones movies. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Did... I'm skipping right through that. <laughs> yeah, he, he recently, like, went no. through and did all the Indiana Jones movies. Yeah, and he agreed with me that the last film of the Indiana Jones series wasn't that great. Okay, we'll talk about that on a different podcast <laughs> episode. <laughs> We'll talk about Kingdom of the Crystal Skull on a mm. different podcast episode. Not mm. anytime soon. Yeah, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Uh, and also, his movie, his channel recently slowed down a lot because of COVID-19. And obviously, that's not his fault. Well, and also, he did know in like um, this like quick movie review that he did that he's um, took this time to write films. And then, yeah. like, he's, like, now, like, going into, like, pitch meetings and development. So he's not going to be able to post as much as, you know, he usually uh, would do. Um, but, yeah, like, yeah, which I totally, you know, get that he doesn't want to do this for the rest of his life type of thing. Yeah. Um, and yeah, he does talk about how he's directing movies sometimes. Like, not all the time, but sometimes he takes breaks. Because uh, he's like, yeah, I'm directing something, so... Yeah, and I think he does a couple miscellaneous videos. Like, some of them have been, like, his journey um, through filmmaking. Um, I think he did another um, video about festival. You know, how, like, from, like, turning your work into a festival mm-hmm. and then end up being invited to go yeah um he also talks about that and then he also talks about like random things that people may experience in the film uh movie theater lifetime where you may encounter people who are annoying movie theater and he goes into his experience um going to the theater and how he encountered people who would talk in front of him and then there were times where <laughs> there was like an encounter yeah. with like two movie goers and how like I assuming like one person got upset that the other person was talking or did something so then they spill like soda on them and then wow. there was an altercation but it was like pretty like mundane it wasn't like violence but it was just, like, mundane. They were just talking and, like, getting mad at each other. And then, like, the manager for the movie theater comes in and is like, Hey, can we take this outside? People are trying to watch this film. Yeah. <laughs> and then Chris, like, explains that he's like, Yeah, like, I'm just trying to watch it. And then, like, I'm so busy focused on that that he missed, like, a couple important things of the oh. film. Uh, so, yeah, there's are some of, like, the miscellaneous and he also goes into hilariosity reviews where he uh, reviews and goes into detail of, like, I would say bad movies. Like oh, one they're of, all, yeah. Yeah, one of my, the known ones that I watched was the one with Lucy Liu and Antonio Banderas. 
and it was supposed to be like this like really cool oh yeah yeah like action what, like, thriller yeah like assassin but then it ended up being like a flop yeah <laughs> Uh, I think his most famous one, though, the one that he got, like, blown up for was uh, Dragon Ball Evolution, because he's a huge Dragon Ball fan. Oh, yeah. So when he did the Hilariosity review on it, uh, you know, that he was really passionate about it, and uh, it's one of his longer videos, which he does a lot of short videos, which is another thing I don't like. I like longer videos, uh, but it's one of his longer videos, and that's what kind of uh, got him really popular mm-hmm. um uh, besides hilariosity he also does uh quick movie reviews where it's maybe between two to five minutes long uh, and he's basically just seen the movie uh comes out of the theater records what his thoughts were on the movie and uploads them yeah and then sometimes it could be more than one film and then he just does a quick one because uh, i know in the recent um quick movie review he Mm. did um like four i believe Uh and it was just like each of them was like about a minute or two of like explaining what happened not explaining what happened but explaining his thoughts on it and then he moves on to the next one um and then he also does best movies of and it's usually for the year yeah uh and then he kind of like goes over why he thinks like the movies that he believes are the best movies are why why they're the best movies yeah, yeah. uh and it those movies oh, sorry those videos of him are also really good ways to find movies that you haven't seen that year or that you might have missed um i do remember like i watched uh like his 2009 one or his like 2010 one uh, and i was like oh i missed that movie in 2010 so like i go back and watch it um, yeah, because, like, most of the um, lists, like, some of them have, like, rare movies or, like, indie movies. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. yeah. Uh, I really wanted to talk about these YouTube channels because uh, since we're stuck in at home, um, I think they're one, some of the better ways you can spend your time is if you're gonna watch crappy movies on uh crappy movies or if you're gonna watch um you know random youtube stuff i think these these channels are kind of almost educational i feel like uh they're fun to watch they're really uh informative and um like i said they're educational like you i feel like i learn about uh what directors go through whenever i listen to the exploring series from good bad flicks um yeah i i just really wanted to share these youtube channels hopefully get them a little bit more exposure uh to the 10 people that listen to this podcast if you guys don't know these channels go check them out they're awesome uh if you have channels that you want to recommend to us to watch uh we would greatly appreciate it and we would definitely check them out uh, you can follow us on Instagram at JNM Podcast. Uh, email us for any ideas if you have them. Uh, and our email is jnmpodcasts at gmail.com. Uh, and we just wanted to thank you guys for, you know, coming back, listening to us, um, and, you know, giving us something to do during these uh, quarantine times. 
Yeah, uh, thank you again. Um, we have a couple of ideas to branch out. Yeah. Um, we're going to work on that. Um, hopefully we'll get more content outside of um, this podcast and we'll let you guys know. Yeah. Uh, but again, thank you. I uh, hope everyone's doing well. Please be safe out there during the whole riots or protests or hurricane or, or hurricane or the <laughs> rnc or, <laughs> or everything uh be careful in 2020 please yeah 2020 is still not I mean, we only have yeah we only have like what four months left <laughs> yeah oh and as we're recording this we just found out that uh chadwick boseman has oh, passed yes. away yeah that was a shocker mm, like i hope yeah. his family i don't know if he has kids did they say that uh, he i'm had? not sure Okay, I know his wife, they talked about his wife. Yeah. I hope, like, his family and his wife um, and other relatives are doing okay. This was a very shocker to me. Yeah. Um, and Came out of nowhere. No one knew he was sick. He hadn't told anyone. No. Well, other than his family. Like, he, it wasn't publicly known, but privately yeah. it was. Uh, and I did, had no idea the guy was 43. I, I could have sworn he was, like, 25 or something. Uh, but damn, uh, still too young. Uh, Wakanda forever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's say that. Yeah, let's say that. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Okay, I cool. Mean, <laughs> I, I don't know. I'm yeah. not. Well, I said it. Yeah. So. Yep. Well, this is unedited, so. <laughs> yeah. That, that's another thing. We were uploading this podcast unedited. Uh, we just wanted to make it a quick one, uh, get it out to you guys. Just recommend these channels and hope you guys check them out. Mm -hmm. All right. Hope everyone stays safe and uh, have a good weekend. Okay. Bye. Bye.